Yo. Hey, Otis. What are you doing? None. Just watching a scary movie. Gonna make a review. Are you alone? What's up? What the hell? Yo, pick up the phone. What's up? What's up? Yo, Katie, pick up the phone. Hello? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> what you doing, son? Oh, nothing. Chilling. Killing. What movie you watching? Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Spooky Movie Squad. This is episode 53, uh, chapter 3 of Spoof Horror, and we watched Young Frankenstein tonight. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Whose pick is this? Emma's. Emma's. Yeah. <laughs> Proudly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, good pick. This... Putting on the ring. Yeah, I haven't seen Young Frankenstein. It's it's had to have been at least a decade since I've seen Young Frankenstein. It was oh, yeah. damn good. Yeah, I'm very happy. It's been a really yeah. long time since I've watched it. I break this movie out at least once a year just because I love Gene Wilder so much. But uh, it just hits different every time you watch it. Yeah. And it's always hilarious. Yeah, I forgot that the the monster <laughs> is the dad from Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I completely forgot that when I saw his face. I'm like, oh, shit. Yup. It's like that dude. Oh, yeah. And, um... Kate didn't see it at first, but um, Gene Hackman yeah, was playing the, the blind, blind guy. guy. I was like, you can't hear it? She was like, uh. Yeah. Kind of know Gene Hackman's voice. That's Gene not like a Hackman. thing that I have yeah, memorized. <laughs> <laughs> yup. Hackman. <laughs> okay. Um, anybody got any good stories? Like when I first watched it? Oh, I can't remember boy. when I first watched it. No, so. I, can't, I can't remember so, either. When I. Oh, my God. What was. I was. Okay. So I watched Monty Python. Like when I was fourteen or fifteen, I think that's for around the first time. time I saw it, yeah. And because that—that's my dad's type of humor, and my dad and I are very twin-ish when it yeah. comes to our humor, and it's almost creepy, <laughs> considering that I'm adopted and we straight up share no anything but personality. But I'm literally like, if you took his brain and cloned it, it's terrifying. <laughs> I am his Frankenstein monster. But, so, when I want to say I was like... She's his Abby Normal. I am his Abby Normal. Abby something. (laughs) Um, When I want to say like 15 or 16, we watched Blazing Saddles, and then Dad told me about... Racism? Frankenstein. Well, right? (laughs) I couldn't stop laughing at that movie, but every single time something happened, I turned to my dad, and I was like, oh my God, no. But... Then he told me about Young Frankenstein. So I think I was like 16 when we watched this movie the first time. And my mom hates these movies. So this was one of those, like, my mom is cleaning up after dinner. My brother is building some sort of Star Wars multi-hundred piece Lego something. And Dad and I are like, peace, we out with a bucket of ice cream in the den of our old house. <clears throat> just sitting there watching this movie. Yeah. And it was literally, I want to say for the next like six months, every time we woke up on our way out the door at the beginning of the day was always some random quote from this <laughs> or from Blazing Saddles. So like when my alarm went off and I didn't wake up, my dad would pop in the door 
and be like, flip the third switch! <laughs> or just the all, right, all these random like references to this movie that just... It's still a thing. On his birthday all the time, I'll pull some random something out of a hat and it just goes on for hours yeah. after that. So, I mean, I was 16 and literally ditched my mother and my brother to hang out with my dad and watch this movie. So, yeah, this one, um, I actually saw this a little bit later out of all the other Mel Brooks ones because I mm-hmm. remember uh, Blazing Saddles was the first one. Oh, yeah. Uh, producers. I saw that the old version of Producers. Uh-huh. The better oh. one. <laughs> How dare you? Well, uh, yeah, I know. Uh, Disagree. He, Katie and I love each other, but we have a, a surprising <laughs> amount of dissenting opinions on things. <laughs> that's how it works. You gotta be like, oh, that's dumb, and you're dumb for thinking that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think that about Jeff, and I don't have to love him to think that. <laughs> <laughs> My blue blanket! Yeah, um, fuck it, that's... <laughs> producer's musical is fucking great brilliant uh what was it yeah but this uh young frankenstein this is one of the last ones and i remember tons of jokes like teachers and stuff when someone would bring up young frankenstein like rolling the hay you'd right? always hear that and crawling, and putting on a ritz rolling the hay. <laughs> yeah so i heard a lot about this movie and i finally saw it i had to have been man maybe like towards the end of high school or maybe college when I finally saw it. I, it. It happened way later than I should have. And I'm like, this is fucking great. Right. And then I just never owned it. And then, you know, anytime someone was watching it, I was like, oh, cool. And I'd sit and watch it. But yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I can't remember the first time I watched it. I want to imagine that I watched it in high school. Because I actually had some teachers that were super into those old movies that were kind of like... I don't know, questionable for high schoolers yeah. to watch. Just we because, Monty Python. You know, I was like, we shouldn't have been watching that. I know <laughs> I had seen this before, um, obviously, but I had seen it too young where I didn't really care because I was so into slapstick comedy, like the scary movies that we watched and we'll talk about in the next episode with my pick. Yeah. But, um, so I grew up on more of the slapstick stuff, even though I had seen this stuff, I never really had an appreciation for it, honestly, <laughs> until I met Emma, and then <laughs> got involved with her family and realized how much they loved Monty Python and Mel Brooks, and, and that's when it was like, oh, wait, I actually really do like these things, yeah. I just didn't understand them when I watched them before, so Thank now you. that I've watched them again, I have a much better understanding, and I can actually... I don't know. Laugh at them. Laugh at oh, them yeah. and enjoy them. The yeah. only other thing that reminds me of this that's quite slapstick and dumb humor is the Marx Brothers. Yes. I'm not that, that is such an underappreciated Educated on like, them, but I know about them. They're, <clears throat> well, they they're the kind that you watch them when you're system. younger oh, wait, and <laughs> you're funny. Wow. So you watch them when you're younger and you're like, oh, this is funny because it's slapstick and there's obvious <laughs> jokes. But the more times you watch it, you catch all the, like, subtleties and painful hints at the irony of adulthood so much better. Yeah. My uh, my childhood home was a Three Stooges home. Yes! So Same. I know and Yogi Bear way and, too much about yes. Three Stooges. I love those Same. dudes. Uh, so we watched tons of Three Stooges. So. Same. Yeah. But so I, this, is, this is kind of like a really... <laughs> out there kind of correlation but I relate it to Bojack Horseman 
Now, I know people who are watching BoJack Horseman are definitely adults. And people are definitely <laughs> fighting through it because, god damn, is it dark. Um, but at the same time, it's funny because it gives you, like, all this dialogue and stuff that it's super serious mm-hmm. and like the comedy is like whatever but then all of a sudden you watch the backgrounds or you notice that there's like there's animals so there's all these puns happening that you just like you miss the first time because you're like no, no no i gotta watch this and learn the plot and know the yeah. characters and everything <laughs> and so you miss all the little things and i feel like this kind of comedy for a kid you miss all of the good comedy and you're just looking at the obvious stuff yeah it's the kind of humor that's meant to grow with you so that yeah. every time you watch yeah, that, it there's more <laughs> that pops out that's a good way because to say it because it is true when you watch something like young frankenstein or blazing saddles like they are hilarious up front they really are because there's a lot of blatant humor a lot of upfront in your face oh, jokes yeah. but there's so much about the movie like the care and the detail that they did into every one of these movies that it literally is a grow with you movie. Every so, time you yeah. watch it, you get past the main plot and you catch all the silly, stupid side jokes. Oh, yeah. Or the, the little characters that are in there for three seconds and then you never see them again, yeah. but they are so yeah. funny. Quick little jokes. Mm-hmm. Like, like when they were in the woods, like switching for the monster, and this dude right? just walks into a tree. Yeah. He just hits it and he's like, oh. And just, keeps going. <laughs> just really fast. If you weren't looking, you wouldn't have saw it. Exactly. Werewolf. Right? Where? But their there. wolf. <laughs> their <Bear> castle. <laughs> their castle. I thought you wanted to talk like this. No, what made you think that? Exactly. <laughs> but it's that's one of my favorite parts about movies like this. Yeah. Uh, they really are a never go out of style movie. Oh yeah. Ever. <laughs> yeah. Just definitely one of those like you could never get away with it now. Oh god. Although no. Young Frankenstein has a lot of comedy that I feel is less on the offensive yeah. side. Yeah. Young Frankenstein's <laughs> better. You could probably it's one still one of the easier ones. You could probably still roll with this mm-hmm. now. Blazing Saddles. Oh god. Oh no. god. Now, no. It's great. The jokes are awesome because I know Mel Brooks is kind of like me. I love a good joke that gets people like, ooh. I'm like, ooh. Yeah. Well, even Spaceballs. Squirt a little harder. I feel like you couldn't even get away with Spaceballs and all the Jewish jokes. Like, just like, ooh. Well, like, Sasha Baron Cohen, he he took a whole, like, Mel Brooks approach with his movies. He's like, oh, no, that's my nationality. I can make fun of it. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to just burn on myself really hard. Oh, yeah. That's why Mel Brooks, he's like. Self-deprecation. Mel Brooks (laughs) is all about that, but he loves messing with everybody's race just a little bit. I want them, like, I almost feel like I can't wait till millennials are kind of taking over the executive side of things. Because I feel there's going to be way more self-deprecating jokes. Like, I feel like there's been a long... (laughs) So many. Like, we're in that, like, stretch of time where the self-deprecation has kind of gone away. But you go online and all the jokes are self-deprecating. Like, we all make fun of ourselves really easily. Well, you can look at comedies now, like, because comedies in the 90s and 80s, like, all those years, it was, you know, comedies just... It's changing. And I think little by little... Younger people are coming out and they're throwing out jokes and stuff. It, it'll change. It'll be mm-hmm. weird because I know some pe- older people. Bless they, that. That's my baby monitor. They hear these jokes and like, this isn't that funny. I'm like, man, this is fucking great. I don't yeah. know what's your problem. <laughs> like, oh, because they're not just making jokes about just boobs in their face. I'm like, nah, man, there's it, way it, more it, to make fun of it's now. It's a titty. Like, are you talking about eating ass? I'm like, yeah. 
<laughs> it's fucking funny too. <laughs> Have you ever done it? Well, no, but it's still fucking funny. <laughs> but yeah, that's the thing. It's just I don't know what's funny. It just changes little by little, and that's why it older does. people are like, "This is dumb." And I'm like, "Oh, I hope I don't get like that." Right? <laughs> like what? The, what? I don't get it. Like Grandpa, shut up! I'm like, oh, like I don't want. I don't want to be like a stick in the mud like that. Yeah. But hopefully, it does. So. Uh, if you haven't seen Young Frankenstein, please watch it. It's great. Yes. Uh, it's old as fuck. 74? 1974? That thing yes. came out. It Damn. is old as balls. Um, it's been here for a minute. 1974? Yeah. Yes. So the grandson of Victor Frankenstein? Yes. Yes. Frankenstein. Uh, well, it was Frankenstein. But... Yeah, Frankenstein, yeah. So uh, Frederick Frankenstein, yeah. uh, he's a, is he just a surgeon or he's just a doctor? Just he's overall? a teacher. He's a doctor and a teacher. Yeah. yeah. So he's overall just doctor, teacher and stuff. And so he uh, kind of denounces the name Frankenstein because he said his grandpa was a crazy son of a bitch. Right. <laughs> and so um, he goes and finds out that his notes really weren't that bad and it's possible to create or reanimate a body. Yeah. And so it's just the crazy hijinks of a... He's kind of crazy. <laughs> he's, he's a bit touched. Yeah, of a doctor and his, of the family. Of, mm. and his assistant and his... What would you call Igor? Igor. Assistant. Uh, uh, no, so he has two assistants. Yeah. One hot assistant and then Igor. <clears throat> <laughs> and uh, just his... Some booms and some humor. The cure to every movie. Some yeah. boobs and a bump. Yep. <laughs> uh, it just the hijinks was it, of... Wasn't your hump on the others? Was it, <laughs> never mind. Never was, mind. Was what? Never mind. He just looks oh. at the camera he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking with him. Uh, it, it's amazing. Uh, it's, it's made to look like a old school horror film because it's about Frankenstein and uh, it's made black and white, which mm-hmm. they obviously had color then. And yeah. Actually, the first company, it was... Did Paramount do this? Or... Uh. Oh, yeah, Paramount was in charge first. Yeah. And he told him he's, he, Mel Brooks wanted to do it in black and white. And he's like, no, that's that's dumb. And they're mm-hmm. like, well, that's what I want to do. And they're like, no. So he goes to 20th Century Fox and they said, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll fund it. Yeah. And the only thing they wanted was a five year deal for Gene Wilder and someone else. They had to do movies for five years for him. Madeline so. Khan, I think it was. Probably, yeah. So. Yeah, they were completely fine with it, and good for them, because Fox, this movie made fuck ton of money. So it was... <laughs> I bet it did. So this this is one of those things, I, I it's it's funny because I never really thought about it until we were actually doing this podcast, and it's like, I really appreciate when they let the actors act yes. and, and do their thing, and I felt like the beginning of this movie, when I was sitting there watching it, trying to think of things for the podcast, it was like, man, actually the intro of this movie is really slow, but... Damn, Gene Wilder is yeah. just killing it in that intro. Yeah. And it's funny because it, it gives you an appreciation because it's like you think of when actors go out and do funny movies. You think of them and you kind of get this mindset of, oh, it's the funny guy. He yeah. can only act funny. That's why when comedians try to go and do serious roles, you're like, wow, that's that's really weird. Yeah. <laughs> like Jim Carrey doing all those like really really funny films and then all of a sudden doing something like the number 23 or the Truman uh, show or uh, right? uh, eternal uh, uh, spotless 
Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Thank you. Spotless Mind of Sunshine. Which is one of my favorite movies. And then, like, the number 23, when people hated it because they didn't want him to be a dark actor. And it was like, holy shit, this movie was was amazing. It was good, but that movie was a lot. I was like, what? So, I, I, it's, it's one of those movies and intros where it's like you can appreciate because they gave the actors time to, like, go, like, oh, yeah, I'm still an actor, jackasses, but I can be funny as well. So, this just as a, I don't want to say correction, <laughs> but it was Columbia Pictures oh, Columbia. first, which was huge in the 70s and 80s. Um, and then they <clears throat> they switched literally the next day after it was presented <laughs> and accepted by Columbia Pictures. When he said, okay, we're doing it in black and white, they said, er, the next day he went to 20th Century Fox and everybody on board was like, that sounds fantastic. Yeah. Sweet. I, so. I don't know. It's just some, sometimes these higher ups when they're just like, oh, I don't know about clear up. I'm like, you should really do it. It's a mm-hmm. really good idea. But then it's their loss because they lost out on a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So, uh, this movie's great. If you haven't seen it, give it a shot. Please. It's really funny. Oh, please do. Please watch it with all the people. Yeah. yeah. It's well, not great. currently. No. Yeah. Watch it with your family, though. <clears throat> yeah. Watch it with whoever is in your I was gonna say, whoever's accommodating there. household currently. Maybe not small children. No. But <laughs> older kids. Teenagers, fine. Maybe like 13 and older. Yeah. I'd say middle schoolers are fine yeah. to watch this movie. Kids are probably like Terry Gar. She was looking great in this mm-hmm. movie. So Yeah. yeah introduce nice your kids to some culture, damn it. Yeah. See some <laughs> nice boobies. Culture, damn it. Definitely (laughs) culture. Okay, so in this movie, uh, who was your favorite character? Who wants to go first? Dear Jesus. I guess I'll go first. I'm going to have to go on the less recognized side Mm. of people. I would have to say either Inga or Madeline Kahn. I forget her... What her character name is. Madeline Kahn, that was... The fiancé. Yes. The... Oh, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Okay, so either Inga or Elizabeth. So, they... (laughs) Elizabeth cracks me up so much because she's so daft that it hurts. (laughs) But I'm like, ooh, I want to take you everywhere. Just because I want to point things out and hear what absolutely you don't hear in the obviousness of my pointing. But Madeline Kahn's character is so... It's so reminiscent of her character in Blazing Saddles. I was just about to say. Which I loved her in Blazing Saddles. That's another one of those that I just quote to my dad at nauseam. She was great. Yes. Like, I'll answer the phone with him. Ah, a wed woes. It's true. But, (laughs) no, just the sheer capacity of her lines that were thoroughly ad-libbed for one take that Mel Brooks thought was so funny that they stuck with that characteristic for the remainder of the movie. Amazing. It's just about everybody in this movie Mm -hmm. just picked to perfection. So much. Oh, man. So much. I, my honorable mention, though, has to be the police chief. <laughs> because he just reminds me of my entire childhood of TV shows that I grew up with. Like, Hogan's Heroes and MASH and all that. Like, 
He is the embodiment of ridiculously punny TV. Yep. So he's he's my honorable mention. That guy looked just like Hopper from Stranger Things. One hundred percent. Like yes. this movie was made before that guy was probably born. Oh, he was probably like weird. A oh. sperm. What about you, Katie? Uh, my favorite character was the monster, um, played by the dad from Everybody Loves Raymond. Mm-hmm. He did Peter a, Boyle. Peter Boyle, thanks. Uh, he did a fucking fantastic job of Damn just good. playing this character who doesn't really isn't able to communicate with anyone, <clears throat> but is still like you but can tell still has feelings and still like. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. He just was so good, and he was so funny. His face like, was very emotional. He didn't, he didn't yes. get a chance until the very, very end to mm-hmm. really speak at all. Like it yeah. was all just like grunts and groans. But <laughs> what he, did, but what he did with those grunts and groans and his like eye movement and uh, his body movement was just fucking phenomenal. Like yeah. you could tell exactly what feeling they were trying to convey every single step of the way and he just fucking knocked it out of the park. Mm-hmm. Yes. That was damn good. <laughs> I'd have to agree. Mighty Mike. So, my favorite character is Igor. <clears throat> He's definitely the... I know this is a comedic movie, but he was still the... Um, what's the what's the term? Yeah, like okay. when it's, seri- it's like a super serious movie, he's the com- uh, comedic relief. Yeah. Oh Even my God, though this if is a comedy movie, that simple of a saying, I probably would have come out with it. So <laughs> but you didn't. Say, well, look where we are now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, he has some great one-liners, and I, I can't imagine that all of his lines were ad-libbed, but I imagine that there were so much of it that was ad-libbed because he was able to bounce off of say gene wilder's character yep. so well every time he said something he was able to react to it really well so i don't know if it was ad-libbed or just him and gene practiced so much together that they became both. it was both yeah because i read something that um a lot of the time uh, a lot of the actors were pissed off at gene wilder because he kept laughing yeah, because people would just say some shit, and he's like, "I'm sorry." <laughs> and so, uh, Clarice Leachman was getting pissed because she's like, "Come on, man!" He's like, "I'm sorry, I keep saying some stupid shit." Yeah, you know, I can't help it if it's funny. Yeah. and so I know that was a, an issue for a lot of it. Yeah, and a couple of the scenes, the the scene with Gene Hackman when he kept pouring the soup into the monster's crotch. Uh, at the end of the that scene, he says, "I was gonna make espresso." Uh, it fades out really fast. Compared to the other times, because he started cracking up yep. right yep. when he says it, and, it yep. like, and they're like, "Oh shit, we gotta close off real quick." And then people were like laughing, so they couldn't even like do it again. Uh, another scene when um, Igor bites the uh, his fiance the yes. the rap that she had. He bit into it, and every time they did that scene, he would have like like Fuck. fur in yep. his in his mouth, and he would, like try to continue, and they kept laughing. So it just fucked That's it up. That's why literally the take that they got for that at the end, she looks at him and goes, oh, oh. Right <laughs> at the end. That's the only take they could find where she didn't just. Yeah. I have so many fun facts. I mean, yeah. I so love this it. movie. He breaks the fourth wall so, so many, many times. times. <laughs> love it. And his, his eyes. Oh, oh 
in the, in the, I just... When he, I, I could have sworn it was pronounced Igor. Well, no, it's Igor. <laughs> well, do you pronounce it Froderick? Why? <laughs> Frederick. Oh, my God. Um, what was it? What part of the movie? I know. I had it and I lost it. Not helpful. Uh, thank you. Appreciate that. That's what I needed. Oh, when he's like, oh, uh, aren't you worried about your hump? And he's like, what hump? Right? <laughs> and, then, and then later on down the movie when I said it earlier, he's like, wait, wasn't your hump on the other side? What? What are you talking? It wasn't your... Oh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> and then he breaks the fourth wall, looks at the camera, and smiles. That damn cheesy ass grin that he has, and just like, I almost feel like every time he goes from a straight face to a smile, it kind of like melts your heart a yeah. little bit. Oh, he's lovable, <laughs> lovable. Oh my goodness, so much. Yeah. Uh, so my favorite Ooh. character, you guys tossed out all the people that I could have went to, and mm-hmm. it's fine because they're all amazing. But uh, I'm at the go with, with, with Frankenstein. Heck like, yeah. Like Frederick. He's amazing. Like, he's kind of the... Strong like, Yeah. He's kind yeah. of the straight man in the in the story, though he throws out jokes, but usually he's he's trying to be the serious one all the time. And he's got, like, one assistant that's just extra hot and just, like, hitting on him the whole time. Kind of hitting on him. Well, he says, like, nice knockers, and he's, like, talking about the door. And she's like, oh, thank you. <laughs> right. And then Igor is just being ridiculous the whole time. And then it's just everybody around him is just uh, like 20% more ridiculous than yeah. him. And so he has to be serious. But then you get these moments like the putting on the Ritz scene. <laughs> and apparently Mel Brooks didn't want to keep in it. No, yeah. he didn't. Okay, so here's one of my fun facts that I can't even handle. Like, I, okay, this this will tell you, okay, my obsession level with Disney and Harry Potter is stupid. Like, mm-hmm. clinical stupid. Same. So, this, my Mel Brooks, Gene Wilder-ness with my dad is almost that. Yep. So, one of my favorite things about this movie with the whole Gene Wilder and this scene and how, like... So, when Gene Wilder came to audition for Blazing Saddles, he told Mel Brooks, I will only accept... This role, if you will accept to produce and direct my idea of a film, (laughs) which happened to be this. Oh, so cool. And so Gene Wilder wanted to do some ridiculous something because every representation of Frankenstein was so cut and clear and non-human that he wanted to include something that would show... First of all, he's alive. Second of all, we used an abnormal brain. Third of all, he's not that awful. Like, he's still doofy. So they came up with, like, he came up with this and he was like, no, I can't. I can't. Like, Mel Brooks didn't. He's like, no, I don't want to. (laughs) Just, yeah, just too funny. But yeah, when we, we watched the putting on the Ritz, I couldn't remember how it exactly sounded, so I was excited to see that scene again. And he just tried his best to sing it. Just, oh man. And then the, the flashes go off, he's like, stop, you're making me like a fool! Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> he just start dancing again, he's like, come on. And everybody's man. like booing, like this is totally normal, and they're just having a bad show. They start throwing food at him. I love it when he's like, dun, 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 dun. 
I just can't because he just immediately throws his arms down, chucks his head up. It's like watching a two-year-old that has just learned the ABCs, and you're like, let's sing the ABCs. And they throw everything down, and they're like, ABC. Yep. That's the only thing I could Boy, how do you know what that looks like? Oh, yeah, we got one of those. <laughs> Who does exactly that? We have an almost two-year-old that the only letters he knows is A, B, C, D. So he just sings it over and over. <laughs> He's, He's getting there. He'll get hey, there. Mama, A, B, C, A, B, C, A, B, C, D, A, B, C, A, Z. And then he'll turn around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He knows right about the time in between. He's like, I should say Z soon. Right. Z. <laughs> it's getting on. But I just... And, like, literally when the light bulb catches fire and he stamps it out and turns around and tries to start tapping, he's like, right. come on, you big buffoon. <laughs> like, oh, man. Yeah, it's fucking great. So, towards the end of the film, uh, Frederick's fiance. Elizabeth falls in love with the monster because he's got a big old wiener. The first Igor pulls her out and he's like, "Oh, oh yeah." He's like, "Well, he Don't literally it'll be ours." Comes little, back little and says the exact same conversation they just had, and he's like, shh, 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 "Don't say anything." <laughs> and so uh, the townspeople are afraid of the monster because they saw it get pissed off, and they're they're ready to kill it. And so uh, Frederick comes up with the idea of sharing or. Transferring some of his mm-hmm. like like brain power, rebooting I guess. his memory to include some other human. Yeah, this works. Thing to help it out some, so he's not as. <laughs> Sorry, we're we're uh, doing podcasting right now. Jeff just added me on. Apparently, Xbox works on the phone. Like what? I'm voice chatting over my. Jeff phone right has now. now interrupted our spooky movie squad. Jeff has Welcome now entered the chat. Challenger. Player five has entered the building. Oh God, nay. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you when we're done. <laughs> well, I feel privileged to have experienced that five some for three seconds. That was awesome. <laughs> I didn't right? even know it worked like that. Okay, oh. sorry. Back to business. And then, uh, oh the. Oh, the uh, angry mob. They they catch up to Frankenstein and crew uh, just as they finish the transfer. Actually, yep. they stop it like, what, three seconds before? Yep. So, and then the monster is smart. And he's talking. He's like, nah, I'm the monster. And he, you know, he, he mm-hmm. calms everybody down. And then Frankenstein, well, the monster. I won't say Frankenstein. so bad. The monster gets married to... Elizabeth. Yeah. And she gets the streaks in her hair like yeah, the bride of Frankenstein. And then uh, Frederick gets with Inga. Yeah. Both sides get married. <laughs> I love it when they're laying down in front of the fire on their wedding night. And she's like, no, no, no. Hold your hat and wait for me. Oh, yeah. And then he turns around and looks at the fire. And his eyes go super wide. And then he goes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what did the monster ever give to you? Oh, yeah. It just zooms in on his right? eyes. <laughs> Oh, yeah, but it, it's a great movie. Uh, oh, yeah, and, and the monster is just in bed reading at the Wall Street Journal. Yep. <laughs> and Elizabeth comes in dancing, and she right. you know touches her butt and it sizzles, and he's like... She's got the hair. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> so both of them have a great life. But I just, I just love, like, the whole movie's, like, there's a couple, in, like, very few, but innuendos 
And then all of a sudden the end is just like, nope, it's sex in your face. Yeah. yeah. Right? Everybody's got a big old dong. <laughs> the end. <laughs> there, there is... Oh! At the... Ha. There's... At the very end of this movie, one of my favorite cameos, yet not cameos, is of a gargoyle because Mel Brooks is not in this film. Yes. It's like one but of the few. there's a gargoyle towards the very end mm-hmm. that literally, <laughs> he goes, oh, that looks suspiciously familiar. And it's got oh. Mel Brooks' face <laughs> on a gargoyle. Yeah, because I, I was ready to look for him because I when I was younger yeah. I didn't realize that he was always like in his movies. Yes. And then I like, saw that yeah, this is like one maybe, of the maybe it's not in. Maybe it's because like you said, it was basically Gene Wilder's movie. It was Gene with, Wilder's movie, yes, but it was direction. a Mel Brooks. Yeah. You film. can feel yeah. but, the, the, the touch yeah. of Mel Brooks in mm-hmm. this. It's but very it Mel just, Brooks. It was a very hilarious cameo to be a gargoyle. Oh yeah. Uh, do you guys have... Oh, so I have one fun fact that you haven't said yet. So, uh, Aerosmith, uh, they wrote that Hit walked this way after seeing the movie because Igor, uh-huh. come, he says, like, walk this way, and he has the cane, he gives it to him, yep. and he's like, he starts walking like him, he's like, why the fuck am I doing this? <laughs> so apparently really? that, that, that's the story. Yeah. That's amazing. That walk this way came from that. So. Yes. Walk this way. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, uh... What about seven word synopsis? Well, I have a few. You have, but you have mine. I don't remember. Yes, it. while we're pulling these up, I have one more fun fact. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you'll start to notice, by the way, my darling Allentown fans, when I pick something that I am ridiculously obsessed with, I guess you can say, I have stupid facts. <laughs> and they happen all the time. Yep. All the time. So. <clears throat> My two favorite characters, Inga and Elizabeth, were supposed to be cast as the opposite person. Really? Terry Gar came in to audition for Elizabeth, and Madeline Kahn had just accepted the position to be Inga because Mel Brooks really wanted Madeline Kahn for Inga. And she said, no, I'm really feeling Elizabeth. So Mel Brooks turned to Terry Gar and said, would you mind reading for Inga? So she broke out in a spontaneous, yes, uh, I will come back and read with the German accent tomorrow. And he said, no, you have it right now. (laughs) And it was literally a two second exchange that she was like, okay. (laughs) And therefore they switched. I'm glad they switched. Like, I I love Madeline Kahn, but I I don't know if I could see her as... No, she's hilarious, and I love her, and I appreciate everything that she's been in. But Terry Garr was amazing. It's so hard after seeing them both in their roles to imagine Terry Garr in Elizabeth and Madeline Kahn as Inga. Yeah, I can't even picture it. Because I'm like, you're funny. But why? No, Inga was so funny. Yeah. That's like, pretty cool. Yeah. Okay, well, if you're, you... I do have Micahs. I'm about to say, you've got like 50 of them. I have another... I have another fun fact. Uh, I'm sorry. Okay, I pointed this out to Micah and he had... No. He didn't even catch it. I had to go back and point it out. So, before Frankenstein arrives in Transylvania, when he's on the train, he leans his head out the window and he says... Hopefully you notice this. 
pardon me, boy, is this the Transylvania Station? And he says, yes, sir, track 29. Can I give you a shine? It's the fucking Chattanooga Choo Choo. <laughs> I didn't hear that. In words. And I, I told Micah, I was like, that's a that's the goddamn Chattanooga Choo Choo. And he goes, what? And I was like, I paused the movie and I said, pardon me, boy. Is this the Transylvania Station? Yes, sir. Track 29. And I was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I got so excited because I, I was like, that. that's amazing. <laughs> okay, let me go first. I know you got some really good ones <laughs> uh, So the seven word that I came up with was, uh, how about a roll in the hay? Yes. Nice. <laughs> Uh, also, because it's Musicals Month, uh, everyone should know that there is a musical version. Yes, there um, is, and yeah. it's cool. of <laughs> Young Frankenstein. And there's a song called "Roll in the Hay," and it's fucking fantastic. Roll in the hay. It's fucking fantastic. <laughs> and you guys should all go listen to the Broadway musical version of Young Frankenstein. Megan Mullally is fucking hilarious in it. Yes, she's Jesus, she's so funny. It's gold. Yeah, it's so good. Yes. Uh, my seven word synopsis was uh, said by my favorite character, Igor. Call it a hunch. Wow. Yeah, that was a stretch. Also, I have a million. I've got two. Uh, filthy yellow rotten son of a bitch. Frankenstein says that right in the beginning of the movie yep. during his lecture. Um, filthy yellow rotten son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> and then uh, later when he ends up in Transylvania and dis- finally discovers his grandfather's like library and whatever and realizes that reanimating human flesh is a possibility, he says... Destiny, destiny, no escaping destiny. Destiny, destiny. <laughs> yep. Destiny, yes. destiny, no escaping that for me. Destiny, destiny. Yeah. It's his nightmare. He's like having a conversation with oh, yeah. himself in bed. Yeah. Laying there like he's strapped down to his bed. And he's not. And he just thrashing. Destiny, destiny, <laughs> no escaping that for me. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's fucking those, great. Those were two of mine, so I'll just skip over those. Nice. Okay, so I had social distancing before this was cool. Is it cool, though? Uh, nay. I had <laughs> shakes elbows to, to protect his lady. Smart. Because, you know, we're supposed oh, to Oh, yeah, they did hands. the coronavirus they did. shake. I couldn't stop laughing. I laughed a lot. Um, I had blondies, boobies, candles, knockers, chloris, gene, assistants. Yeah. Damn. That's a lot. Yes. <laughs> And then I had, he would have an enormous Schwachtenschuker. Woof. <laughs> and then, uh, dead man salute in three, two, one. Nice. Because he has a dead hand. And then, why that hump gotta change sides, though. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. That was good ones, guys. Right? So, this movie came out December 15th, 1974. How much do you think the budget for this beautiful oh, movie man. was? I am not going to answer 1. because 7, I know. 1.78 million. 1.78? 3 dollar dues. 3 
Dollar dues. And I'm not going to answer Emma because I already know. Probably knows. <laughs> Budget for Young Frankenstein retail price. Two point seven eight dollar dues. I was so close, but I won because I didn't go over. Oh <laughs> shit! We have never played by prices right rules. Look at that. I'm doing that. <laughs> Shut up! I win. <laughs> okay, so I will tell you this movie did amazing mm-hmm. financially. How much do you think it made box office? All the dollars. Twenty eight dollar dues. Twenty eight from Micah. Sixteen point five dollar reviews. Sixteen point five. Because Mike knows. I mean Emma knows. Uh-huh. Retail price for Young Frankenstein box oh, office eighty six point two million dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were still nowhere near. So I'm but I win. <laughs> All I can picture is the freaking the Star Wars. Oh, Tuscan Raiders. Damn, she still does it better than what the hell? Tuscan Raiders. Accurate. No, this movie did great. It Everybody said Jesus it's great. Christ. I don't know anybody out there that doesn't like this movie. If they did, they probably got beat up at the theater after they watched it. <laughs> they were they just bad shy memories. God damn, yeah. it's great. After they yeah. walked out and said, oh. The monster wasn't really a monster after all. Yeah. I mean, like, 38 <laughs> times their money. Yeah. It's cheap as balls, too. Fuck. Yerp. Not even $3 million to make. And they Gene like, Wilder, <laughs> kids probably don't... He didn't even have to make any more movies. No. And his kids could have just left, like, lived off the refuge yeah. well, of this movie. Well, they're probably doing Forever. all right. Forever. Yep. Gene Wilder's kid's probably doing pretty good. Yeah, because Gene Wilder did a million things that were all it's worth like Max uh, Brooks, like a billion right? dollars. He's out here making books about zombies, not even comedy. And he's he's already fine. Oh, and yeah. he's still getting paid. Yeah, uh, he's getting paid doing that. Money. But he's probably fine before that. He's like, hey, well, yeah, you want to do comedy like me? He's like, loaded. nah, I'm going to do this. Yeah. Mel Brooks is thing. loaded, for sure. Yeah. Like, unless he made a lot of mistakes in the 80s and 90s, he's probably I like booking the, I like to think that Mel Brooks is probably pretty good off. Like, yeah, safe. I, I can't really picture him being like really dumb with his money. Yeah. I didn't say you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm saying it in my head. I'm gonna say that's you, why. You did a fucking side hand like, <laughs> like a racist. <laughs> no, I didn't say racist. I said racism because it's likely that that's why he was really good with his money. Racism. Yeah, not racist. Racism. Okay. okay. Yes, there are reasons that those <laughs> stereotypes exist. Just like that Avenue Q song. Everyone's a little bit racist. Everyone's a little bit racist. Accurate. <laughs> okay, does anybody the else Jews have... Jews have all the money, and the, the whites, whites have, have all, all the power. power. <laughs> <laughs> Love that guy. But you get the sugar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw that. It was Homer, and he wasn't sitting on a pile of sugar. It was a pile of toilet, toilet paper. paper. Yes. Yeah, we saw that one too. First you get the paper, then you get the women. <laughs> Speaking of, I pointed out to Micah, I said, I don't think anybody really knows the irony mm-hmm. of what using toilet paper is. Like, toilet paper is made of tree pulp. Mm-hmm. It's literally everything left after all purposeful use for wood is made. Mm-hmm. So you're literally wiping your ass with the shit of a tree. <laughs> Wiping our butt with tree butt. Accurate. I just think it's funny. Give some of that tree butt. Right? Yeah, I need some of that tree ass. I got a little, little something something. 
He's probably right. using leaves and dun, shit. Dun, right? Dun, 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 dun. No, my, my, my only other thing to say about the movie is that when they first meet Frau Blüche <laughs> and they follow her up the stairs with her... She's stick close to the candles. That are not so, lit. <laughs> not even a little bit lit, but as she's walking up to the window next to the stairs, which has no glass or is not supposed to have glass, there's a reflection of all the candles being lit oh, really? in the window, but they're not lit on the candlesticks. <laughs> and there's a light on the side of the wall that follows the candlesticks up the wall. And I'm like, what that's special. Damn. I'm like, funny. all y'all in your obvious spotlights out here, because those <laughs> candles, they're not lit even a little bit. Okay. You got anything else, Katie? <laughs> nope. Got anything else, Micah? Nope. I don't. Okay, guys. Uh, I mean, this I do, great movie. Like, if you haven't seen it, seriously, give it a shot. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. Uh, you'll find something to laugh at. You will not sit quietly the whole time no. if you are. You, you're a robot or something. You're right. a Frankenstein's monster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he would have laughed at this movie. Right? <laughs> okay, um, so we have a Twitter at Allentown Pod. Uh, email at AllentownPresents at gmail.com. We are on Facebook. Just put in Allentown Presents. Uh, if you do that in Facebook, you'll check out all the musicals that we're doing, all the scary movies that we're doing. Uh, tons of new stuff's popping up. Uh, it's going to be a lot more shit coming out because. Uh, your boy is free out here, like Dobby, because uh, there's disease everywhere, apparently, so <laughs> uh, I got a lot more free time. So. Put us on that official quarantine. Right? Yeah. So uh, Well, not quarantine. He's not sick, but he's on the official, like, do not come to work status. Yeah, so uh, it, it's getting crazier. Every time we do an episode, you guys hear us say, like, it's getting kind of wild. It, it, little by little, it's getting mm-hmm. a lot, lot more like, you shouldn't go outside. I'm like, fuck. So, uh, yeah. a lot more episodes are going to come out. Uh, I still haven't finished the uh, Terrell episode. That's coming. Uh, I'm checking all the volumes because my friends, uh, great great stories, uh, but when you give them alcohol and stuff, they like to laugh loud and stuff. So, they're really good stories, but there are some spots where it's just loud as balls. So, I got to, like, equalize some of that. Uh, so, it's, it's going to be really good. Like... Oh, like Texas people. Not even. I thought you were pointing to yourself, Emma. She is. <laughs> no, it's like. It's like the two times on here that I've been drunk. It's like two and a half hours of just good stories. So that's coming out soon. Uh, there's a wrestling one coming out. Uh, it's a lot of things. We've got a lot of stuff coming yeah. out soon. Uh, a lot of stuff already recorded. Oh, we had soon. a new. Uh, a new download out of the country. You remember what it was? Argentina. Argentina. Hey. Don't cry for me, Argentina. So, hello. Don't cry for me, Argentina. We are here from Transylvania to welcome you aboard. <laughs> so, thanks for listening and tell your friends and keep downloading. Uh, there's going to be a lot of shit coming. Wash your hands. Yeah, wash your hands and wash your ass. Wash your hands, wash your butt. Hopefully, clean, y'all. hopefully it's better in Argentina because... People out here are still out here partying and shit. Yeah, hopefully you're taking it seriously. Yeah. Meanwhile, Central California, where we're a part of, is the butt joke of Reddit right now because right. nobody seems to think we're taking it very serious. Well, I mean, I guess we weren't as bad Personally, as Florida. Like, Personally, we're taking it pretty serious. Yeah, because Florida's out here. They're like, we give no shits about nothing. Yeah, and we aren't on the beach. We're in the desert. <laughs> right. Where we're are we going to go? In a house. Not leaving it, so right. there's that too. So uh, be be careful out there, guys. It's kind of crazy, and uh, we'll be back very soon uh, for our <laughs> last episode of Spoof Horror, 
And then, uh, what's what's the next month after Spoof Horror? That's a good question. Give oh. me a minute. I saw you reach for the, the book, and I was like, oh, what's Cult that? classics, I think. Hold on. There's a list I somewhere. I have it. There it is. What Cult are we classics, on? Cult classics, I think. Cult classics and classic horror. Yes. Okay, classic horror. Okay. So, yes. like, Carrie and... No, like... Uh, or the creature like from the Black Lagoon the thing. and Dracula. Carrie's there you go. Old as fuck. I mean, Carrie's technically classic now because it's old as balls. The, the I guess, first but it's not that old. Carrie. The '68 one. Yeah. Not that old. <laughs> not like Bram Stoker's Dracula. No, I'm talking Dracula. like yeah. I'm talking like 1920s, 1930s, old as yeah. fuck horror that is not scary at classic all. Classic OG original. Those gonna be short as hell. Yep. I'm down. Movies back then, like, like eight of them. Exactly. I got shit to do. Two movies per episode. Yeah, right. eighty minutes. We will feature eight movies next month. Right. I can't even think <laughs> of old people. Because we have the time. I can't think of old people back in the day watching like fucking what Avengers Endgame. They're like, <laughs> been here all damn day. I gotta pee four times. <laughs> <laughs> My bladder's not built for this. But also, <laughs> if you took that kind of. Cinematic masterpiece back in those days. Oh, they throw up on themselves. Yeah, right. It would scare them. They're like, what? What's happening? There's so many colors. Everything's moving so fast. Did y'all know there were aliens? What's happening? They probably get purple. Where did they get that giant green guy? That is some power in that. They legit would probably have seizures. Yeah, where did they get the giant green guy? How did they make any of that look? Anything like it does. Their eyes just dripping blood. They watch Watchmen. Ah, that's a giant penis. <laughs> this is a smart money. film. I want my money back. Give me my nickel. <laughs> <laughs> give me my nickel. Hashtag, give me my nickel. <laughs> Man, movies are so cheap, but they were like shitty. You had somebody in the back playing a piano while it was going. Hey, we're all sick. Hey. Stream your movie. Without those movies, we wouldn't have the movies we have today. You're right. Accurate. You have to show love for the originals. I am. But okay, guys, uh, that was our that was a pretty nice tangent at the end. Yeah. Good job, guys. (laughs) You can tell like the movies that we like really, really, really like because we stay on track until like so much towards the end. We're like we're almost out of here. Hey, man, I saw a dog yesterday. Let's talk about that. And then we just jump off the track, and then we like, oh shit! And then we hop back on. Oh, like a pineapple. Yeah, <laughs> dog had a pineapple oh, in his mouth. Banana. It was the wildest thing I saw today. It was stupid. <laughs> but yeah, uh, thanks for listening, guys. We love doing this. We're gonna keep doing it. Uh, hopefully, the world doesn't get any stupider because it's kind of dumb. Practice your finger guns. Right. <laughs> Don't touch. Don't high five. Just pop, 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 pop. Pew pew. Oh yeah, Wakanda salute. Do that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we'll see you soon, guys. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Here we go again. Yes!